Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the first episode of Case Catholic Radio. My name is Steve Perry. I am the Newman Campus Minister at Case and your host for Case Catholic Radio. This podcast was created especially for the students of Case Western, Cleveland Institute of Music, and Cleveland Institute of Art. We know it's not always easy to make it to Newman events, and so we decided to bring a little bit of Newman to you. And if, perchance, you are a listener from somewhere else, it's even harder for you to make it to Newman events. So this podcast is for you as well. For this podcast, we've set the ambitious goal of putting out a 5-10 to minute episode every weekday. We'll see if we can keep it up at that rate, but even if not, we will always be putting out multiple episodes in in any given week. Now, you might be thinking to yourselves, Steve, won't this podcast get stale if you're putting out content every day? I know y'all were thinking that. Don't pretend you weren't. And that's okay, because the answer to that question is heck no, it won't. Because we ain't going to be doing the same thing every day. On a given day, we might reflect on the scripture readings of the day, talk about the life of a saint, talk about one of the big questions of our faith, and before long, we'll start doing some interviews of priests, professors, and other church leaders from our area. Now, with all that said, I told y'all this was just going to be about 5-10 to ten minutes, and if I keep talking about the podcast itself, and not the content, we're going to be here for like... I don't know, like 12 minutes, and that's just too much time. So with that said, if you will join me in just taking a moment to center yourself, recognize that wherever you are, the Spirit of God is present with you and present to you. Today we're going to be reflecting on the responsorial psalm for the day. Psalm 97. The Lord reigns, let the earth rejoice, let the many islands be glad. Clouds and thick darkness are round about him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes before him and burns up his adversaries round about. His lightnings lighten the world, the earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. The heavens proclaim his righteousness, and all the peoples behold his glory. All worshippers of images are put to shame, who make their boast in worthless idols. Let all his angels bow down before him. Zion hears and is glad, and the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O God. For you, O Lord, are most high over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He preserves the lives of his saints. He delivers them from the hand of the wicked. Light dawns for the righteous and joy for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. The Word of the Lord. Have you ever met somebody who's just in the worst of circumstances, 
whether it be sickness, desperate poverty, grieving a loss, situations that we wouldn't wish on anyone, and yet they just radiate joy? I know a handful of people like that, and I strive to be that way myself. But the people who really mastered it, who in good times and in bad, in sickness and in health, remain joyful, those people are inspirations to me. I really think that this psalm speaks to the heart of the spirituality that those people have. And I think it also speaks to how they grew to be that way. At first glance, this might seem like a strange way to read the psalm. Like, when you read the first stanza of the psalm, it actually has a lot of violent images, images that you definitely wouldn't associate with interior peace. In this first stanza, it reads, Fire goes before him and burns up his adversaries round about. Lightnings lighten the world. The earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. But then a couple of lines later, it says that Zion, the people of God, hears and is glad. It says that Zion is looking at all these honestly terrifying displays of the Lord's power, and it brings forth gladness in them. When you come across that twist in the psalm, that spin, you're left to wonder, how can anybody look at fire burning up enemies, earthquakes and thunders, and mountains melting, and have their response to all these things be gladness and not fear? I think the answer is this. The people of God aren't on the outside looking at the destruction happening around them, the destruction coming toward them, but quite the opposite. This same God who has all this terrifying power, the power to melt mountains, is their shelter. I think that these people in our day and age who maintain joy and hardship in a way that's challenging for people like me and maybe people like you as well to comprehend have this same awareness that Zion has in this psalm. They don't hide from the fact that the challenges of their life has presented them are bad, are often painful, but they know that they are kept safe in the shelter of the wings of the one in whose hands are all, are all things. Knowing this, they can walk through the valley of the shadow of death with no fear, because they know the God before whom fire goes to burn up his enemies goes before them. I think this is why, for the best of us, for the saints among us, death has no sting and hell no victory, because they recognize by our baptism, by our living the life of faith, and by receiving Christ's own life in the Eucharist, we have been brought into the victory of Christ. We know that this does not mean that our lives will be without pain, struggle, or sadness. We were never promised that. But as we become like the people in this psalm, people of joy, we recognize more and more that no matter what earthly pains may strike us, even when we walk in the valley of the shadow of death, that we are sons and daughters beloved and protected by the God of all power, who holds firmly our ultimate destiny in his hands. Having heard this, I think that a question comes up, at least it does for me. How do we become like this? How do we become this joyful, this strong, this immovable? Friends, I think the truth is, it's a journey, namely the journey of coming to know the Lord. Because one thing that's true of every human being 
is that as you come to know him, two things will happen. You will grow in love of him, and you will grow in trust of him. Why is that? Because as you come to know him, you come to know what he has done, what he can do, and what he will do for you. And then you come to realize that in the face of all of that, our pain, our sufferings, the things that happen in our lives are nothing. So as we grow in that trust, we begin in all circumstances to be able to pray as our own words the last stanza of this psalm. The Lord loves us and preserves our lives. He delivers us from the hands of the wicked. Light dawns for us and joy for we who are upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. still trying to come up with a good outro for uh, after our after our reflections I don't know how I feel about that one but it'll do in a pinch anyway guys that's all we've got for you today I hope you all enjoyed our first episode here today and I hope that you felt Christ speaking to you either in the scriptures themselves or in the reflection afterward if you liked what you heard the biggest favor you can do for us is to let people know that this is out there we're currently on Apple podcast and Google Play music and we're looking for ways to get our content elsewhere as well and if you think we're worth it Leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you don't think we're worth it, hopefully within a couple episodes we'll prove you wrong. (coughs) Excuse me. All right, y'all. We'll catch you on Monday. And until then, remember, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Peace.